Who do you work for, really? Each one of us has a calling. Have you heard this before? Your workplace is your mission field, wherever that may be. You either work for him or work against him, but you work for someone. Who do you really work for? Is it your clients, your boss, your family, yourself, or your Lord? This isn't a trick question. There is a right answer. You're either all in or all out. Are you for him? I am. In fact, I work for him. Hey, Jim, who do you work for? I work for him. I work for Jesus Christ. I want to be your hands. Let me introduce you to the host of the I Work For Him show, Jim Brangenberg. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You've tuned into the I Work For Him radio show with your host, Jim Brangenberg. Take a minute and listen. I Work For Him, it's not a program that you sign up for. It's a mentality. It's a way of living. It's a permanent shift in your Christ-following paradigm. It's a revolution that's happening in the workplace, and it's about bringing the kingdom of God into places where the kingdom is is ignored. Keep in mind that your existence in your workplace, it's not by chance. It doesn't matter what you do or where you do it. Whether you're a pastor, a car mechanic, an attorney, a teacher, a mom, a used car salesperson, your work, it matters to God. And he expects you to be his representative in your workplace. And in your workplace, to recognize that that's your mission field. And in that mission field, you may be the only Jesus your coworkers and employees may ever meet. Now, I know you've heard me say this tons and tons of times, but every day we need to be reminded that going to work is not just to draw paychecks so we can buy groceries. Going to work every day is an opportunity to be a light for Christ. Each day on the I Work For Him show, we try to bring you the practical, the tactical, the factual, and the biblical ways to incorporate your faith into your workplace. I don't come to you as an expert. I don't come to you as somebody that's got this all figured out. I'm just one guy trying to live my life transparently so that you can maybe gain something in order to be an effective witness for Christ in your workplace. Our paradigm shift is described like this. Romans 12.2, don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Welcome to the I Work Ram Zone. I hope you're never the same. You know, Martha, as together on Tuesdays, every Tuesday, it's you and me talking about relationship issues. There's some really cool stuff we want to highlight, but I'm going to throw something out here right on the air live. Okay, I'm ready. All right. Brace we've, got, we've got one more spot left on the marriage cruise. We do. I would like to do this, to fill that last spot. What about a $50 discount? Sure. All right. So if you sign up for the marriage cruise and you reference today's show, December 8th, 2016, we will give you a $50 discount on the cruise price. We can't really give away any more than that because there's really not a lot of profit in it, but we really have a great time. And if you would like to give your spouse the best Christmas present ever, invest in your marriage and sign up for the Cruise Your Way to a Better Marriage Retreat, sponsored by I Work For Him. You've got, you, you've got the theme of the, of the cruise now. I do. Normally, we get this stuff done in January. We've, we've, we've been working on putting the cruise together since April. But then we start to pull together the last things, and we kind of look to see how uh, the couples that we've mentored through the year, how things are really going, what are some of the hot topics that we need to deal with, and you came up with? Refuse to sink. Refuse to sink. Now, I don't know if it's okay and appropriate to talk about sinking when you're on a cruise ship. I think it's incredibly appropriate. That's why I picked it. <laughs> Refuse. <laughs> Refuse to sink. So here's the deal. You go out to iworkforhim.com, click on the cruise tab. All the information's out there, how you can get a hold of Rick Saltarelli from Salty Breeze Cruise Planners. When you get a hold of Rick, just tell him Jim and Martha said they would give a 
$10 discount on the cruise registration. And Rick will confirm it with us, but you have to reference today's date on the show, 12-8-2016. And we only have one of these left. That's right. But yeah. if we have lots of people do it, I don't know what we'll do. Well, if Rick can you get him. You may have to bunk up. Well, no, I think there's still more <laughs> rooms on the boat available. And we boat? do actually. Don't, are you, you making said, fun of my boat? You just boat? said like Minnesota boat. I am a Minnesotan. What, <laughs> the boat? Yeah, um, for sure, you betcha. We're going to get on the boat today. Anyway, we still have a few more room, um, seats available in where we have our small That's true, group. That's true, we do. It's just that we don't have any control over the pricing of the room. So if Rick can find a room that you are, can agree get a good price on, then I think that we could do three more couples. So, and we'll give that $50 discount to everybody that signs up hearing from today's show going forward. We'd love to fill up that spot, mm-hmm. those spots, because we'd love to have you work on your marriage. So call Rick Saltarelli. Just look up online on our website, iworkforhim.com. Click on the cruise tab. Now, I, I really wanted to also highlight, we're going to give away a couple of books right after the break. We are. And we want people to be queued up. These are books that are that will be Books for you to use to make your marriage relationship stronger. And every day we give away books. And they're, they're brought to us, they're given to us by mtlmagazine.com, which is a great resource for everybody, mtlmagazine.com. But some days we get callers on the show, and some days we get people that pick it up on Facebook. But they've got, they've got it both places. But we've got something super-duper, fantastically, monstrously exciting that everybody's going to want to get. But we're not giving it away in today's show. You're going to have to sign up for it. Martha, tell them about the deal we got going on. About our contest? Yes. Oh, I get to tell that now. I'm so excited. Sorry, we're out of time. Bra- um, oh, no, we're not out of time. Okay, so compliments of mtlmagazine.com. We have been given a WOW 2016 CD brick. I was going to say, don't just call it a brick because people think it's wow, a brick. It's a brick, and I'm going to explain it. There's this 2016 WOW CD and a CD by every artist that is on that CD. So it is literally a box as long as a loaf of bread, and it's a long loaf of bread, like a sandwich loaf of bread, not, you know, Ditaliano. So, <laughs> and that is the one that um, the it has all of the CDs in there. So we're giving that away on a Facebook contest where people go and they'll see the form online, and then we'll be they'll be able to enter into the contest. And we're giving it away on December 29th. So just before the end of the year, because it's a 2016. That's right. So how do people sign up for that again? Go look for it on Facebook. On Facebook, what do they search for? I work for him. Yes, with the number four. I work the number for him.com. All right, lots to come today. Thanks so much for tuning in today. Martha and I on the Together on Tuesdays with Jim and Martha and I work from every Tuesday. We try to step back from workplace related issues and talk to you about marriage and relationship related issues. And here's why. If your home life is a mess and your personal relationships are a mess, you bring it to work with you. And there's no way you can be as functional and as I don't know. You can't earn your full paycheck if you got stuff screwing up with your head at, at work. If stuff's going on at home and you bring it to work, you're not earning your full paycheck. And so we're trying to give you stuff to help fix stuff at home. Yeah, it's distracting. That's really the, the key word there. But before we break into that, we got several announcements. First, I just want to thank our show sponsors. You know, every day our company... Trust Services talks about the things that we do. But here's what Martha and I love to do. We love to help small business owners with the issues 
that make their hair fall out. In other words, they may really be a really good plumber, but they don't want to do accounting and they don't want to do marketing. And they don't want to do IT and they don't want to do insurance. We can help them with all of those things by finding great vendors to do things. Look us up online at servicesbytrust.com. And you're going to hear after the next break uh, a one minute Take the Lead Moment by Jeff Ruby from Red Rock Leadership. We really appreciate his support. And Red Rock Leadership does a great job training managers and leaders within the business and sales managers on how to do a job, just great jobs. So we want to thank those guys. Martha, big announcement, $50 discount to couples that sign up for the marriage cruise today. Referencing today's date, they got to go to iworkforhim.com and click on the cruise tab and contact Rick Saltarelli. We'll give 50 bucks discount for the last three spots we have. That's right. And we, at this point, don't know what the cruise line is charging for the different rooms, but Rick will do his very best to get you the best pricing on that. And then we will take $50 off of your total bill. That's right. And and here's why we're recommending this. It's a great Christmas present. If you have not got any of your spouse, this is perfect. Five days, four nights on the Caribbean, investing in your marriage, no telephone, no internet, no children, no job. Just enjoy each other. All right. So, but the last big thing, we just launched the world's greatest radio giveaway <laughs> ever on I Work For Him. That's true. I guess I like how you quantify that. That's right. Thanks to mtlmagazine.com, we have the ability to have a contest to give away a WOW 2016 CD brick, which I, you know, I didn't even count how many CDs are in it, but there's one CD for Connie, every artist. Connie, if you're artist. listening, you know, you could tell us, you could count them there in Martha's desk. Yeah. So, and, but the, the details and all of the information for signing up for that contest should be on our Facebook page any moment. That's right. So sign up, <laughs> get on there. Uh, anybody, anybody can win. Of course, spouses and employees of Salem Communications and Salem Media Network will be exclusively, exclusively disqualified because... I don't know why. That's not even fair. No, (laughs) No. we'll go away. Anybody that signs up, they got a chance. (laughs) Even Ace. That's right. That's right. And And someday, what a great gift that would be for your, you know, future relationships down the road. You could give a CD away every month. I was just going to say, though, it's not a Christmas collection. That would make Ace and I really happy. That's right. Okay. All right. So, Martha, we really want to talk today. There's so many exciting things going on, aren't there? I know. It's Christmas season. Love it. And I just want to make a comment. It's cold outside. The snow is falling. The trees are lit up. Oh, no, that was in Chicago last week. If I didn't, let me just say right now, you did an amazing job last Friday without me. Aww. It was like, I don't even need to be here. Yes, you do. I got, I got phone calls. <laughs> Jim, you just lost your job. Martha's on the air without you. She, she did fantastic. Aww. You did so good. I was listening as I was pulling the train, as the train was pulling out of downtown Chicago, and I was heading out to O'Hare, and I, and I put you up. I never have done this. I've never streamed anything on my phone <laughs> ever before. Wow, you've entered the new century. But you did such a great job, baby. It was so fluent. You were having so much fun. You did such a great job. And as I was, I I was sitting there, I was talking to a whole bunch of people on the, on the train as I was going out to O'Hare. It just seemed like wherever I go, I was talking to people. And that's what you do. You talk. I do. I talk. (laughs) But I just was, I was amazed. You and Norellis did such a great job. Oh, thank you. Now, did you have your earbuds in? I did. Okay. So you weren't like broadcasting into the whole train. No, but I should have. That would have been a great idea. (laughs) No, it was way too crowded. I mean, people were leaning over me. You know how much I love that. I was sitting in a chair and I didn't know, do I need to give up my chair or do I just sit in my chair? I just you sat. sat. Oh, well, that's okay. I had a chair because it was like a 50 minute train ride for three bucks. A taxi ride, 45 bucks. Train ride, three bucks. Tell me which one makes more sense. Well, it depends on how much but, personal space you wanted. I, yeah, per, I would have had more personal space in a taxi, but I just wanted to tell everybody, boy, if you missed Martha's show from last Friday, you missed 
a fantastic show. You just did a great job. Oh, thanks. I just think it was you're the fun, best. but I'm glad you're here today so we could do this together. All right, so you said read the read the verse. Let's read yeah. the verse. A new commandment I give to you that you love one another. What an idea. Just as I have loved you, you also are to love one another. By this all people will know that you are my disciples. I'm going to read that again. By this all people will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. What an amazing I mean, I could, I could totally go on a gym jaunt here. Go ahead. Here's the deal, people. Jesus loved us unconditionally. I get so sick and tired of people telling me, well, they're just, they're sinning. They're bothering me. They're, they're causing me issues and I can't possibly love them. Well, here's the deal. We got loved unconditionally by our heavenly father. And Jesus said right here, John 13, 34 to 35, that people are going to know we're Christ followers by our love for one another. Well, so that means if you're not loving one another, they're going to think you're just like everybody else. We've got hope for this country. We've got hope for this world. He is Jesus. He is the answer to all the questions your friends, family, neighbors are asking, your coworkers are asking. You just need to tell them, listen, I don't know all the theological. I just know that ever since I met Jesus and put my faith and trust in what he did on the cross for me, my life has never been the same. That's how he started off. They can't argue with that. They can't argue with the fact and say, listen, what Jesus did, it didn't really happen in your life. Like, nobody can argue with you like that. So keep that in mind. By this, all people will know that you're my disciples if you have love for one another. When we come back, Martha and I right here on Together on Tuesdays with Jim and Martha, we're going to talk about Seven Secrets to an Awesome Marriage by Kim Kimberling. Okay, so listen, let's get let's get to the topic. Let's do, talk please, about it. focus. Focus. Okay. <laughs> it feels like a Friday today. It kind of does, but that's good. That's We're taking the rest we did... of the week off, Ace. Just put mm, in replays. No, no. Okay, so today's topic is based upon a book, Seven Secrets to an Awesome Marriage. And the subtitle for it is Strengthen Your Most Intimate Relationship. And as everybody knows, we love, love to read books about marriage and ways to strengthen relationships. So this one really just boils it down into seven secrets. And do you want me to read the, the seven secrets? If you read them, will they be secrets anymore? No, but that's the whole idea. Somebody wrote ah. a book. Books get published and then they're public. Okay. So Absolutely read them. Okay. So secret number one. Just keep in mind, we're violating the secrecy laws. Because <laughs> we're telling the secret? Yes, we're telling you secrets. Stop the insanity that holds us back. That's number one. So all of these are one word things. Start. The practice of putting God first and spouse second. Ooh. We love talking about that. Number three, connect the art of listening and being present. Number four. Not giving presents, being present. No, but giving presents are okay. Engage. What did you want for Christmas this year? Oh, um, some new warm socks. <laughs> I actually thought about that. <laughs> I need new fuzzy socks. <laughs> because it's been so cold here. No, not really, but my feet are always cold. So, okay, moving right along. Engage how to fight right, balance, Scheduling for a better marriage, going to be a good topic. Mingle, sex as the mingling of souls. Fight. Have to tune in. Oh, that this week. is number seven. Fight. The power of fighting together on the same team. So those are some really, really good one-word secrets that are the seven secrets to an awesome marriage. I'm excited. I can't wait to finish it. We've started the book. We've been reading it. We've been studying it, and. Uh, yes. Uh, okay. So let's start with this secret number one. Mm -hmm. Stop the insanities that hold us back. What, what do you think? When you think of the insanities in our own marriage that have held us back, what are, what are some of the things that we have struggled with that have just caused us to get 
I don't know, mired in a mediocre marriage? Well, I think we should start by what you always say about the um, definition of insanity. Keeping, is, keep doing the same thing and expecting the results to be different. Yeah. And I think a lot of, well, there's probably a lot of areas in our life that, or especially in our marriage, that we have done that because we maybe we're in this stage where we were so busy taking care of toddlers and things like that, that we um, didn't, we knew that there were things that we needed to deal to- with, but we never dealt with them. I want toddlers again. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So but, well, come on, let's, let's take some ideas. Okay, okay. Some things that we've gotten caught up in um, that have just kept us having a mediocre, you know, I, I would think it's one of the things that Martha and I are guilty with all the time. We work way too much. Mm-hmm. So if any of you would like to donate the entire proceeds for the entire I Work Rim radio program for this next year, we won't have to work as much because I could hire a program manager. There you go. That's right. There you go. All right. What else do you think that we get, we do that's insane that we keep doing Or again? have done, and maybe we've... Well, I know along those same lines, um, when we used to have our own car dealership, I would work at night while the kids were sleeping because I thought that was logical. And, <laughs> and, and, and I thought having a different car every week was logical. But the insanity was that I would, we, we determined somewhere along the way that it was a much more ideal for our relationship to actually be on the same schedule as much as possible. Now, that isn't always possible when your kids aren't sleeping well or they're sick or things like that. But Give on a Benadryl. No. Oh, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Dramamine. <laughs> oh, no, I'm kidding. What oh, was the purple, the purple stuff? Dimetap. That's right. All anyway. right. So well, when when we look at a lot of couples are really struggling with the fact that they, they, we, they don't recognize the fact that, you know what? We bring our own crazy garbage with us in a marriage. Even if you, <laughs> child services just called Ace said, no, they did not. <laughs> My kids are gone. They're normal. Uh, anyway, so the uh, people... Fail to recognize that when you get two people that get married, yes, when you're engaged and you're dating and everything is just, you you just don't see the problems that your spouse has. And then when you get married, all of a sudden we start to see that stuff. And it's the crazy stuff that we brought with us. It was all a package deal, but we, a lot of people never deal with the realness before they get married. And so they just think they're married, somebody perfect. And all of a sudden (laughs) when they're tired or hungry or stressed, they become a different person. Just like a master of disguise, become a different person. Become no, become another person. Anyway, so we we need to recognize that we bring our own insanities with us. We we bring what we learned from our parents or yep. didn't learn from our parents, and then we have our own sideways twist on all of that stuff. We need to recognize that the recognize that the fact that the longer we practice our insanity kind of practices, the more difficult it will be to break free from them. You know that, and that really you just kind of alluded to a really good point. A lot of. Mm statistics and studies and just you know just by observation you can tell that in our society right now people are waiting longer to get married and that actually means you might be bringing a little bit more insanity into the into the relationship because of the fact that you've lived on your own or you have had you know um you've been in college in a dorm with other people or whatever and you've created your own sets of expectations your standard of living your um the, all those unsaid things that you have determined are the right way to do things. And the longer you live out there and then you get married, the more of that you've got to kind of learn how to 
compromise to, on yeah, and do differently. Be, you've learned how to be independent. And now you need to learn to be dependent. Yeah. And, and that's difficult enough as it is. And then because in our world today, because a lot of people are waiting to get married longer, they're having multiple sexual relationships with people. And that's baggage that you bring along. Mm-hmm. That's not what God designed it for designed sex for and so it really starts to mess with your own mind your own relationship i mean it's a tough it's a tough battle out there today so but to recognize listen i'm marrying a flawed spouse not mine but yours whoever you're listening to today you've married a flawed spouse and and i'm very very flawed and but to recognize that they've been forgiven by christ and so have you and you just work together stop worrying about your spouse's issues just work on your own and move on and that's part of the stopping the insanity. That's right. So the second one, just answering the question, why doesn't my spouse understand the things the way I do? <laughs> We're two different people. And we have different filters. And different ways that we've been raised, different perspectives. You know, we could go back to love and respect. There's pink and blue. A lot of people can understand that very simply that, you know, I look at things through pink eyeglasses and you look at them through blue because you are a man and you you see things in there all in their own little tidy boxes. And I see it all intermingled and messing with each other. I'm more like Rubbermaid containers. Well, yes. See-through ones, right? So you can see, so you see what's, what's in inside? the box. Yeah, <laughs> you don't have to move a thing. Kind of like my garage. I have a garage to be envied after. You Not don't that have Rubbermaid to... containers in your garage. I most certainly well, do. Well, okay, and in the I cupboards, get... you're That's right. That's right, I do. Okay. You know, if you want us to help organize your garage for we a small fee. We do love to fee, do that. Absolutely. In fact, I volunteered us to do that this morning at breakfast. You did? I did. Oh, how That's nice. Our, this friend has a warehouse. Fabulous. A four-car warehouse. As if we weren't busy enough. But think how much fun that would be. Cleaning up somebody else's mess? I love that. Hey, you're listening to Jim and Martha. You're on Together on Tuesdays on I Work For Him. All right, so we're talking today about the seven secrets to an awesome marriage. We're talking about number one, the number one secret, which is stop the insanities that holds us back. But first, a couple of things. We want to mention that we're offering a discount today. If you get mentioned today's show, we still got three spots left on the cruise. We'll give you $50 off on your cruise Registration, go out to iworkforhim.com, click on the cruise tab. You have to mention today's date, and then Rick will verify it with us. Three spots left. And we've got this incredible, super duper, the biggest giveaway ever on radio on iWorkForHim. That's right. We are giving away the WOW 2016 CD brick, and that is the WOW 2016 CD plus a CD of every artist whose song is featured on that CD. So it is a boatload of music that you could listen to and really enjoy and it's all new and wonderful and and very encouraging and fabulous just in case you're wondering we want to unwrap all the cds and test drive them for you but we won't they'll all still be in a wrapper because if we unwrap them we're keeping them. <laughs> so mtlmagazine.com brought that, to, brought that to us. MoreToLifeMagazine.com. Thank these people and sign up today. Go out to Facebook. Just search for I Work For Him and then, then you'll find the contest, right? That's right. Okay. All right. And and it'll stay up there? like December 29th is when we're going to announce oh, the winner. On the show live, live the week the between air. Christmas and New Year's. That's right. We're looking forward to Got that. Got some fantastic guests So you just have day. a couple of weeks. Um, in order to do that and and enter. And... and everybody is eligible, and we will have a non-partisan party pick the name. Everybody's eligible. We will not exclude anybody. 
Except for you, Martha, you cannot I sign can't up. Win. No, you can't win. <laughs> this is going to give away to somebody outside of you of and me. Of course, we're blessing and it'll be others. a non-biased party. But you have to go out to Facebook and sign up, follow us, and uh, get like, out there. Like our okay. page. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Secret number one: Stop the insanities that hold a stinking back. Okay. We first, the first one was stop the insanities. That was the first secret. Right, but That's the first. What you just said. Okay, but the first so then we point talked we about why does marriage seem impossible sometimes? We talked oh, I about. I can tell you, do a radio show oh, with your spouse. <laughs> it it does. Does it seem your... impossible to be married to me sometimes? Um, no. Is it more of a <laughs> is it more of a challenge <laughs> some days a... than others? Of course, everything in life is a challenge more days no, baby, than others. No, baby, it's easy to love you every oh, day. I think that if you had on a lie detector test, you would acknowledge that there have been days that it has been easier to love me than others. Yes, just agree and move on. (laughs) Ace, this is a really good example (laughs) of how uh, you just don't want to set yourself up for bad. So the next point we're trying to make about the stop the insanities is stop trying to get your spouse to think like you do. If you're married to somebody different than yourself, which I believe in this country, it's illegal to marry yourself. So you're going to be married to, you're married to somebody other than yourself. So if your husband or your wife, they're different than you. They're going to think differently than you. They weren't raised in your same household because it's illegal to marry your brother and sister. And so they, they've got a totally different paradigm. They, everything, they, they've got a different filter. They've been raised by different parents. They've been raised in a different culture. They've been raised in a different town, more than likely. But everything about them is different than you. You can't expect them to think like you. When you say, the, I don't have any clothes to wear, they may really think you don't have any clothes to wear. But what they really mean is, I don't have anything I want to wear. Or, I don't have anything clean. Or... I don't know. Is there any other choices? Um, there might be. I just don't have anything new that still has the tags on it. Yeah. So I want. So, but we. But why is it that people think? I mean, you and I don't think like a lot of times. You'll say something like, "But what do you mean?" And you're thinking, "You know what I mean." Yeah, we have that conversation a lot. In fact, on the way here, I think I said something to you about, "Would you? Do you really think I would think what you just said? I would think." And, and I like, said, "You like a very smart husband said no." I would never want to think that I know what you're thinking or something. Because like I that. never know what she's thinking. You never know. 30, we have known each other since 1982. There are people listening to the show that weren't born then. So since, that's right. And there might even be somebody. Somebody uh, sitting there looking. That's right. Working on it right That's now. right. Uh, that's right. So anyway, so all those years ago, and I still don't know what you're thinking. This is true. You know, I loved how when we talked about this last week on the Together on Tuesdays with Jim and Martha, we were talking about the five money personalities. And we were having a a similar conversation about a a lot of people get married and they think, well, certainly my spouse is going to see the way that I handle money is the best way to handle money. And they're just going to come over to my side and join the forces with how I handle money. But ultimately, we all have different personalities in that area and they're not wrong they're just different and it's what we okay, do with most that. people have different personalities okay except for us ours were exactly the same that was but probably the, the funniest thing about yeah. that show last tuesday yes i mean i, I love when he said that that was uh palmer uh, scott and bethany palmer scott yeah. palmer said we've had sixty thousand people take that five money personality test and we were the fifth couple to have the exact same money personalities primary and secondary yes as far as he knew see anyway. i always knew you were incredible Oh, because I'm like you? <laughs> what do you mean? Because no, we're what, the I, same? what I really meant was I've always knew there was something incredibly special about our marriage because 
we don't have the same struggles that most people struggle with. We just well, seem to, I don't, it's, we've been given a gift. Well, we're, we're very blessed that at least we understand. I mean, we have a perspective on money that got ingrained in both of us. But the point was that a lot of times we just assume things are going to change once we get married. They're going to see that my way is better, that the way I clean is better, the way that I um, fold the towels is better. Don't get started on that conversation. There are seven ways to fold a okay. towel. But anyway, the point is, is this chapter of this book, Seven Secrets to an Awesome Marriage, is saying stop the insanities that hold us back. And sometimes we let those crazy notions that the way we do things is the best way to do things that holds us back from a better relationship because well, we let that build a barrier and build a wall between us. But I think we it goes even deeper than that because let's just say that you had been brought up in a household by a single mom. You'd mm-hmm. have no perspective of what the role of a man in the household really is. Or at least not a proper one. Or not a proper one. Mm-hmm. You may have a negative uh, realization. on You may think, well, my mom had to take control, so maybe I got to take control. Or maybe I grew up in a household without a father. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know what the role of a man should be. And so that's that's another skewed thing that a lot of our couples today have in their lives is they have don't have a proper role model for a mom or a dad, for a husband or a wife to be able to look at. And so we just always recommend get a mentor couple in your life that is godly, they're grounded, their marriage has never been perfect, but they're still married. Those are the people you need in your life because everybody needs a couple like that in their marriage. So I think one of the think, key things for this chapter is focusing on the fact that don't get so hung up on your spouse, not under, the fact that they don't understand, but get to a point where you um, are stopping the insanity of letting that come between you. So saying, you know what, I want to understand where you're coming from, and I want you to understand where I'm coming from. And then let's, you know, marriage is all about compromise. It's all about um, having conversation. I mean, we talk about that in every marriage mentoring session, practically communication is the key because if you can't talk about it, then you, whatever it is, you can't talk about because you're not doing a good job of communicating. So realizing that we're different people, that we communicate differently, but we, but we can learn from that and stop that essence of insanity that is keeping the relationship from growing stronger. Ace is recommending that maybe we have a show on the seven ways to fold towels. I could do, you know what I should do? I can do a YouTube video. <laughs> I think that there may be a there may real be more than seven need ways. for that. And when you said we we could go a little deeper than that, I was actually thinking in my little sarcastic mind, oh, the washcloths <laughs> on top of the towels? <laughs> okay. Or a tiny ribbon around them. Oh, boy. Okay. So the last one. And this is a struggle in, in recognizing we got to stop these insanities. Some people actually ask this ask this question in mind. Why do I feel like my spouse isn't giving me what I need? Let me give you a quick answer to that. Because it ain't all about you. Mm. I mean, marriage is not about you. It's not a 50-50 deal. It's 100%. You're either all in or you're all out. And and we get this skewed thing. Well, well, but if I get what I need, then she gets what she needs, and, and you know, whatever. That's not that's not in the contract. It's for better, for worse, for richer, for poorer, and sickness and in health till death to us death to us part. It's not. Well, if I get what I want, then she can get what she wants. That's not what it is. No, it's not. And it's really taking the eye out of the equation and focusing on what's best for the marriage, what's best for our relationship. Um, and what's best for moving forward. Yeah, there's no I in we. I mean, you become one. So, I mean, it's, 
we have to recognize that, you know, we didn't gain a spouse to just meet my needs. I mean, it is nice when your spouse meets your needs, but it's a, it's, it's a, it's a whole give thing. It's not a take thing. It's all about giving. Yeah. One uh, of the things that it says in this chapter is it says that two of the keys in dealing with expectations are whether they're spoken or unspoken and whether they're realistic or unrealistic. Well, unspoken expectations are so much easier to deal with. Uh, no. Oh, it's the other way around. That's right. <laughs> if you have expectations and you don't tell anybody. Then it's not fair. When... I, got, I got a word for you. Oh, that's not gonna be nice, though, is it? That's just stupid. If you've got, well, if that's you, insanity. If, that's, that's insanity, the, the right? Because if you, you know, about. first of all, if you go into a relationship with expectations that you don't ever communicate, how could you expect the person in the relationship to understand what your expectations are? And number two, this isn't—we don't get married over expectations. I mean, it's very good in business and in workplace and in any other relationship to do, do, do a D T. Are define the relationship and to set expectations. We learned that in a what was that movie we saw that DTR? I don't know, but I remember, I think, uh, then our kids use that. Our youngest explaining what a DTR was. Yeah, like, what's that? They're like, oh, they gotta go talk. But the point is, we don't marry for expectations, we marry out of love, unconditional, totally selfless love. It's not expectations, but if you do, let's just say that the dishes need to be done and you'd really like me to do them. But you don't say anything. And I'm just clueless. How do I know what you're thinking? When I start to throw a fit or something because they're not done. No, and that's you not fair. No, no, it's not no fair. but I'm, I'm just trying to think of how would you know? I would need to tell you. I would need to say, you know what, Jim? It would really be great if you would do the dishes tonight. Well, sometimes I'm just clueless, but I would love it if Martha would do that. Because if she would say that to me, I would be happy to do the dishes. Sometimes I do them without being asked. Like last night, I did them without being asked. And then I get interrupted. And I never give you know, Did you finish them last I night? I did. Okay, good. Otherwise, they'd still be sitting there. But it's this expectation thing. We need to eliminate the expectations because we were not... We didn't get married for expectations. No, but you know what? We brought in a lot of unrealized expectations into the marriage. Notions. I can remember, especially early on in our relationship, having conversations with each other about like, wow, that that seems like you have a expectation I didn't know about, and 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 realizing that there was one there, but we hadn't uncovered it. Well, like you expect your car to be waxed often. No, you don't. No. But I think there's there's a difference between unrealistic expectations and healthy expectations. And when we come back from the break, we're going to deal with just to define that really, really quick. But it there are expectations, but we need to communicate them. And I'll tell you the number one healthy expectation you need to have. Here's the number one healthy expectation you should have. That your spouse will put God before you. That you will put your spouse before you. That you will put your children before your spouse. No, you put your spouse before your children. And that you put your relationship with the Lord in front of all of this stuff. It's so important that we just, the expectations are, man, if you're listening, you're the spiritual leader. Ladies, if you're listening, you need to help encourage your husband to be a spiritual leader and household. That's a great expectation. Those are great expectations. And I love this quote from the book. It says, the truth is unrealistic expectations left unchecked often turn into insanities. And it's these insanities that are holding us back from a more intimate relationship with each other in our marriage. So we're just encouraging you to have a conversation. That's really what it's all about. When we when we talk on together on Tuesdays, we're just trying to help you open up the ideas that there are hundreds of millions of couples out there that are struggling in their marriage. Why? Because marriage is work. And we're crazy people. You know, we all bring stupid with us and we try to 
mask stupid while we're dating and being engaged and then we get married and we let stupid loose and selfish loose and all these things and we just need to just step back for a minute let's work on this thing it just takes good conversation so good conversation martha in a couple of weeks we'll head to number secret number two Yes. But next week, we've got Hayden Shaw talking about the generational differences and really generational IQ. I'm really excited about that. that, that was I know, you it. love it. Yeah, it was a really, really good book. Hey, thanks for tuning in today on I Work For Him. Thanks so much to Ace Andrews for taking all those phone calls. I'm hoping you learned something today, though, that will help us take the city for Christ. How did you learn to strengthen your marriage relationship so that we can be an example of love to others? You know, we learned today that our faith impacts everything. We know that each and every day we talk about things that I work for him that'll challenge you to look at your workplace like a mission field, but also your neighborhood, your family, wherever you may be. But as we look at our relationships, one of the things that's funny is that we'll spend more time learning how to program our television or our phone than we will on working on our marriage. And this is just one thing. We've got to stop the insanity. Shut the TV off and work on your marriage. It takes time to eliminate the ridiculousness that we bring with us, the baggage. And the good news, there's healing for it all. Through Christ, we can, all of it, he came to redeem all of it and restore all things. But we have to allow him into it. But put Christ at the center of your marriage. And we don't have to do shows on marriage relationships all the time. But understand, you're not alone. We're here fighting the battle alongside of you. Jim and Martha, right here. You've been listening to I Work For Him with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers and we own our own business, but ultimately... I work for him. him.